The Rudy Giuliani Show. Good afternoon and welcome to the Rudy Giuliani Show and thank you for tuning in. Today we're going to start with the repercussions, now two days old, to the hearings held here in Manhattan by uh, Congressman Jordan and by the uh, infantile, stupid, moronic, insulting, un-American behavior of the representatives who represent New York. Now, uh, may I just make a personal plea here? You now realize how difficult it was to be mayor with probably the uh, most useless uh, congressional delegation in America, uh, the Democrats from New York. The ones that didn't steal didn't work. So it depended on which ones you had. Uh, the lazy ones that just took up space, the ones who uh, got loads of money for their wives, and that's all they cared about, and those who voted uh, consistently against the interests of the city, like voting for the teachers to control the school system, uh, push out the parents, push out everyone else, make sure that four for every five dollars went to administrators, not children, um, they generally voted uh, consistently against the interests of the city, which is why the city's in the condition it's in. Well, move back objectively and say to yourself, I'm not an American. I'm just evaluating America. Where, where do places, where, where, like, like people want to be in America, right? Which is the best answer to Biden and the America haters who say America is systemically racist, which would make it all evil. Uh, and the be Black Lives Matter people who say we're all about slavery and we're vicious and horrible and people are treated horribly in New York and America. The best answer to that is not some big speech by me, but the open border where people are just flooding over and over and over and over and over and over and over, mm-hmm. and there's no place in the world akin to it. So the people of the world have said to the Democrat America haters, uh, you're a bunch of liars by their actions, not by their bull. Uh, now, here's another uh, example. Here's another great example of that. You want to figure out if you should vote Republican or Democrat. So step back and take a look at just the answer to one question. Uh, when people get a chance not just to listen to the propaganda of a campaign, or the brainwashing of the communists who are manipulating a lot of our society. Do they choose places governed by Republicans or places governed by Democrats? That will tell you which one currently has the better uh, governing program for you. Practical results, not political bull. Well, the answer is not even close. Almost all the major uh, uh, fleeing goes on from Democrat progressive cities. The more Democrat, the more progressive, the more people leave. Uh, Top of the list, the one that uh, Congressman Jordan illustrated on Monday, the city of New York under a, a mayor who promised to reduce crime and crime is up. Yes, it may be down this year, but overall it's up. And actually, some crimes are still up in New York this year. 
But crime overall is up under him. It's up under Bragg. And under Bragg, specific incidents of people being killed were pointed out that he is responsible for. And they're not, and there are more than a few. And then if we uh, stretch it to people beaten, raped, robbed, and thrown on subways, Bragg is a positive uh, nemesis who should have been removed the day he said he wouldn't uh, stand by his oath. So people are leaving New York. Here, here are the top four cities. It ends the whole situation, right? New York, New Jersey, Los Angeles, and Chicago. Democrat, 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 Soros, uh, DA, Soros, DA, Soros, DA, Soros, DA. I, I, I can give you a lot more. Uh, where are they going? Well, we know one for sure, right? Texas, uh, Florida, right? Uh, Republican. We know another one uh, from the California, Texas, Republican. So your fellow citizens, based on life experiencing, are telling you that the Democrat Party of today is not only uh, deficient, it's a menace. So bad that they have to leave uh, the place maybe they were born. And the Republicans are doing so well in terms of their governing philosophy that that's where they go to. So tell me, why the hell do you vote Democrat unless you're stupid? Sorry to be so blunt, but sometimes you need to do it to get through brainwashing. Uh, if you read, uh, if you read uh, 1984, you'd see what I'm talking about because that's what we're that's what we're going through. There's a particular guy in New York that we should just focus all our attention on, and his name is Carl Hasty. He's in the Bronx, and he he may he may have as much, if not more, to do with the number of people dead in New York than Bragg. Carl Hasty is the author of the bail reform bill that says that you can't uh, set bail for most people and that when you do set bail, you have to set, even in violent crimes, the lowest possible bail you can, you can, you can set and that you cannot consider dangerousness to the community in setting bail. So if a guy comes in with a minor crime, but he's raped four women in his background, you set him free. You can't consider those four rapes. And then, of course, this is almost invariable. It happens all the time. The New York Post is making a living publishing this. The guy goes and rapes four or five people. You catch him for one. The other four never get solved. And he's back again. And this time maybe he goes in. But then uh, maybe Bragg decides to plead it down to interrupting somebody's ta- talking. Happened. Happens. This is a city run for, by, and in the interest of criminals. There's no doubt about it. When you got, when you got Bra- uh, Bragg uh, there, when you got Hasty uh, writing these bills. Now, let me remind you who signed this bill. Andrew, come back, kid Cuomo. Andrew, stay where the hell you are, huh? Don't come back. When you got back, you started killing lots of us. Thank you. You signed the bill, Andrew. You signed the bill, and before anybody caught up with the people who were dying. So before you started getting the old people killed by negligence, maybe, or on purpose, maybe, before you got the old people killed, you get all of us killed. Because you don't pay attention. You pay attention to only Andrew Cuomo writing the book unethically, dishonestly, picking up the four million for it unethically, dishonestly. Using your staff for it, unethically, dishonestly. 
taking the Emmy Award. What, what, I mean, what what are you taking the Emmy Award in a time of crisis? What what would you want to be another Newsom? I am so disappointed in you, Andrew Cuomo. Uh, there was a point at which I wrote an uh, op-ed piece about how wonderful it was that you and Newsom were praising Trump for all the help he was giving New York. And that's when I helped to get you the ship. Does it anybody? You could have saved hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands of lives had you used that ship instead of stuffed old people into a death hole where all they did is spread the death to other old people. And you want to make a comeback? It could be really interesting because if you do, I will dispute just about every new lie you're now telling because you are not worth being part of the American public discussion until you explain the murders. Explain them, then you can come back. I forgive anybody, but, you know, forgiveness, and we're both Catholics. What is it? It's uh, a recognition clearly and honestly of your sin and a clear and strong decision never to sin again. Have you done that? Have you acknowledged your sin of stuffing those old people there because you didn't want to be bothered while you were writing your book? Or maybe we get a little deeper, Andrew, and we get more deeply into the confession. All the money that you got from the nursing home industry, your top donor, weren't you just a little bit too interested in money? Don't you have a couple of other problems like that, like a couple of people going to jail for it? Look, you had a great personality. You had a great charm. You had a totally crooked government. And all of a sudden, we find out, unbeknownst to me, it starts at the top. Uh, Time for not, oh, let's give Andrew another chance, but thank God he's gone. We will be back in a short while, and we've got plenty more for you. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani, back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. I mean, we often uh, feature... Uh, uh, Joe uh, uh, Whitless Biden uh, making some of his idiotic statements uh, really for the purpose of trying to see if we can we, we can create a movement to remove him uh, under the 25th Amendment. Uh, I'm, I'm not one who says, oh, let's not get rid of him because we have Harris. I, 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 not that I like Harris. Please believe me. It's I guess I'm a constitutionalist. My constitution tells me. In the 25th Amendment, that when a president is incapable of carrying out the duties of president, his cabinet should act to remove him. I believe that's a a duty imposed on Republicans and Democrats, and and it is not an act of loyalty to your president not to call him out on that. This is not a matter of squealing or ratting or uh, minor things or personal things or even some serious things that might create too much embarrassment or whatever. Uh, I, I think generally you may even on those have to tell the truth. But this is something that has to do with nothing personal. It has to do with the country. The man doesn't know what he is doing. If you think he does, uh, go examine yourself because you are suffering from a serious case of brainwashing. 
The man doesn't know what he's doing. He turns around four ways to figure out what direction to go in if nobody helps him. He thinks he's in Colombia when he's in Cambodia. He thinks his he thinks he talked to his father and uncle seven and five years after they were dead. He thinks Roosevelt was on television. Roosevelt died before there was television. I can go on and on and on. This is not a joke. This is a, a, an advantage of massive proportions for Z and for Putin. It is one of several reasons why hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians who would be alive today are dead. Joe Biden is the reason, the only reason Putin would not have attacked Ukraine if Trump were president or if we had, I believe, a sane president. Trump knows more about Biden and Z knows more about Biden than I do. And there are a few people who know more about Biden than I do because I have his son's computer. But he has all the computers <laughs> and plenty of other electronic surveillance. So I just sit back and wonder and now am at the point of great, great discouragement. Is there a patriot left in the Democrat Party? Is there? Is there a person in the Democrat Party that will put the good of the United States of America ahead of the good of their own personal ambitions, be they political or economic, because they have a fair number of thieves, and at the very top, it's almost universal that they're thieves. Uh, Biden will lie to you about anything and everything. He started doing it when he was a kid, and he never stopped. This is the guy who cheated his way through law school. So now he tells you, the economy is great. You're making more than ever. Recent report, average family making $7,000 less under Biden than under Trump. I'll give you an example. If uh, your paycheck is up $200, you actually have uh, a cut of $100 because there's been uh, that much inflation. So $200 uh, then uh, is now worth $100 now. The, uh, the, the trend has leveled off for a bit and it's beginning to go up again. Uh, now, let's look how Americans look at the economy because how you look at the economy is often how you make the economy. Economy has a lot to do with optimism. A total of 69% say they are downbeat about the country's financial shape. That's the highest percentage in the 17-year history of CNBC. So that's much worse than anything that Trump or Obama or, I guess, Bush under, un, underwent. Um, in April of 2021, uh, 68% uh, 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 thought that the economy was going down and 62% disapprove of how Biden is handling it. This is a, this is a, uh, this is a disaster. And the man walks around thinking the economy is doing well or lying and saying, now I can't tell any longer. Like when he, when he says he talked to his dead father and uncle, is he delusional? Which, which could be another step in the, uh, 
in the uh, um, in the process of becoming uh, completely oblivious, which is what happens when you have when you have his disease. His disease is known as progressive. Progressive means uh, you're getting worse. Same thing as uh, progressive Democrat. Progressive doesn't mean like you're getting better. It means you're getting worse. We're going back to communism. Let's go to Robert in Suffolk County. Hi, Mr. Mayor. How are you, Robert? I have. All right. I have a tactic which like crime victims can use against people like Bragg. Charge them with criminal civil rights violations, like denying you equal protection of the law and whatever else you can get them on, maybe. And if the people who you file the charges with fail to prosecute, then charge them, too. And well, keep on going. And if you're retaliated against because you are a victim of a crime <laughs> and complaining about how you've been treated and your case was not handled the right way, giving you equal protection, that's a, a crime, too, to retaliate against crime victims and witnesses. To do that effectively, as far as I can tell, most of them require conspiracies. So you're going to have to get a few other people to join in with you. And bring it as a, uh, as a, not so much as a class action, but as a multiple lawsuit. Uh, this is Rudy Giuliani. When you come back, we've got plenty, plenty more uh, coming up. And then, of course, the mayor's final thoughts. Stay tuned. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani back again. I am. I am uh, playing. I'm going. I'm going to play for you. I think I, as loud as I can. Let's see if we can hear this. Are you ready? Get said. There's a group of people marching on a stage. Now, if you didn't get it with a little uh, guess of Eli Break Through the Line, that is the uh, football fight song for Yale University. And uh, this is to introduce what Yale University, that probably was written in the 30s or 40s when Yale University actually taught people American history, world history, uh, they taught uh, basic mass, like one and one is two. Uh, they they taught uh, they taught courses like um, if you went out on the street now and you asked, you know, like the Jesse Waters thing, what's trigonometry? They would say uh, it's a new building, you know, lower Manhattan. It's a new ga- a game. It's a game, uh, uh, some kind of game. Uh, uh, so, you know, Yale now teaches uh, how there are 47 genders. That alone is a hell of a thing. I mean, that takes years to teach. But by the time you get to the uh, – imagine how you're stretching at the 30th gender. I, mean, I just want you to contemplate, you know, beyond two and start getting me numbers. Like when you get into 10 and 12, I want to know what they are. And then and 15 and 16, what do you think 27 and 28 genders are? So that's what they're doing. They're working on that. They don't want to make anybody uh, unhappy. So uh, Yale and Harvard, when they play now, 
everybody wins. They both get the Yale and Harvard trophy, which is divided into two, because the one that loses would be traumatically affected. And of course, uh, none of them will volunteer for the Army and the Navy and the Air Force, yet uh, they're waiting for complete wokeism that uh, Secretary Carter has promised within two years, in which case they will be able to be members of the United States military. They can be any one of the 47 or 48 genders they want, and there will be, uh, actually, there will be 62 separate bathrooms because they expect that after 47 genders, they will discover 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10 more. And that, that's what our military will be. And each one of these genders have different holidays, and they don't fight on their gender holidays. And therefore, uh, basically, this will be an army that can't fight because it'll, we will, we'll be getting attacked on their holidays. So Yale University uh, has, um, has invited a uh, virulent, outspoken, vicious, blood-on-a-hands anti-Semite to speak at Yale. Just not to mention all of the fine minds, Jewish minds, that come from Yale, all of the fine Western minds that come from Yale who share with the Jewish people an abhorrence of Semitism and, and the great destruction Semitism has wrought on Western civilization. To do this is a rejection of uh, this. You might as well not have Yale anymore if you do this. Um, the, the person... The person that was um, selected, you, you know, if I were invited there, they wouldn't let me speak. Got it? Right? I just uh, did away with the mafia, uh, most of the major people on Wall Street in the 1980s, uh, several massive uh, terrorists, not Nazis, uh, reduced crime in New York City more than any mayor in the history of New York City or the country, reduced welfare more than any mayor in the history of uh, New York City or the country, got jobs for people on uh, welfare more than any other mayor in uh, New York City or the country. Uh, I just did a few things like that. What uh, this woman whose name is, and I always pronounce these wrong until somebody tells me, but I think it's Buteldia. Buteldia. She's a French Algerian. Huraya, Huraya, Buteldia. That's it. Buteldja, um, and uh, she was uh, she was uh, uh, speaking on the night of uh, second night of Seder, um, and despite calls to disinvite her, uh, she spoke. Now calls to disinvite, um, much less, if at all, offensive uh, conservatives would be upheld um, with great enthusiasm. By the way, this did not even engage the useless president of Yale. Uh, Buteldia has a pose with signs saying, uh, pictures of them are available, Zionists to the gulags. Uh, she also is a very strong supporter of the recognized terrorist group Hamas. Um, she... Um, she publicly aligned herself in 2012 with Muhammad Murray, who murdered a rabbi and three children at a Jewish day school in Toulouse, France. And after spending time with him, 
on, uh, listen to this. This is the woman they uh, asked to speak at Yale, and, you know, they'll toss out, um, they'll toss out me. Or God forbid, uh, if they ask someone like Jim Jordan or... On the 21st of, of March, 2020, this is, this is our vicious, virulent anti-Semite who tells you, I went to bed as myself and woke up as Mohammed Murray, who tells us claimed that the mass murder had endured an incredible Islamophobic political and media campaign after the 9-11 attacks. Mohammed Murray is me, and I am him. Okay, whack job. Uh, first, let's figure out how that happened. Because if you are a time time for a, a little a little time in Bellevue, huh? You're you're Mohammed Murray, and he's you. He got into your body. I mean, I I I know, I know, I know. Yeah, right. Okay, so I I I'm nice, and I am completely respectful and completely terrific. As I get around the back of her, put my handcuffs on her, and take it to Bellevue. Boom! Right away. That's what I do if I was a cop. Okay, sweetheart, you're Mohammed Murray. <laughs> He's inside you. Yes, he is. Muhammad Ray's inside me. And say, good. Just put your hand behind your back for one second. I want to see how far inside you are. And bam, handcuffs go on. You go to Bellevue. And I, I, I got to believe you're some kind of a paranoid schizophrenic, you moron. Now, aside from that, you support Hamas? Uh, 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 they, they kill Jews on sight. They kill Americans. You like people who kill Americans? I don't like you. And I sure as hell ain't going to let you speak at my school. But she got to speak at, she got to speak at Yale. The Ivy League schools are worthless. Sue, get your money back. They educated your children to be communists, not well-educated members of the most predominant, most successful and the most humanizing, the most decent, and the most loving civilization in history, Western civilization, with all its flaws. Uh, Michael Goodwin. Michael Goodwin has a column today, and I follow Michael every day, like I do Miranda Devine and Bob McManus. That rips the phony New York Democrats apart. Nobody knows. Well, McManus does too. Nobody knows the phony New York Democrats better than Bob, Mc, Bob McManus and Michael Goodwin. They go back, they go back to the pay a hundred grand to the county leader to become a judge. That wasn't so long ago. And until I investigate, I want to know: Is it happening today, or is it a contribution to the party? Uh, Manus, uh, who committed suicide before I had a chance to convict him. I mean, that's the thing he was really worried about. And we had him dead to rights in the Parking Violations Bureau multi-million dollar bribe scheme. And we convicted every single person involved in it. I did unanimously upheld on appeal. He would have gone down worse than anyone. He was the chief defendant. Committed suicide because he knew too much. He knew the rest of the corruption in the Koch administration which was significant, and believe it or not, and I, I know people don't, won't believe it, but this is the man who investigated it. 
Koch didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Koch suffered from being naive. I know that's hard to believe. He suffered from being naive. He grew up as like a um, uh, left-wing silly person, and he never overcame. He ever overcame a lot to become a conservative mayor, a good mayor, a constructive mayor, one from whom I borrowed things, and one from whom, when I didn't borrow things, he called me mean man, terrible man, horrible man, uh, all kinds of stuff. He believed things about me that weren't true, which no matter what I told him, he, uh, uh, he, he wouldn't agree with. He's a completely cantankerous, very difficult person to deal with who did personal harm to me at times and also helped the life of mayor. But uh, still, my objective judgment about what kind of a mayor isn't affected. He was a good mayor. Uh, we would be blessed to have him right now. He'd be so much better than Adams. And, of course, if I said he'd be better than de Blasio, it, would even be, it wouldn't even be honoring him. I could pick some of the crooked mayors probably of the 18th century and 17, uh, 18th and 19th, and they'd be better than de Blasio. Uh, but uh, people are complicated. We, don't, we no longer know how to deal with that. Now, let's see who we have. Let's go to Ron in Nassau County. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Hello, Ron. I have been waiting to talk to you. Well, I'm so, glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. What do you got? Uh, one main point, one small one. So the main point here is we are in a point right now where the damage is done. The generation of children that have now become young adults and empowered as doctors and judges, police officers and politicians. The damage is done from the late 90s till now where some of them can never be retort or nor do they want to be. But we have to think about bringing back the next generation into a school system and a university college system that is going to teach them once again real math real social studies and history, the real full story of all of our forefathers and what really has gone on in history that they have not been taught so that they can see how far off the center they have become, not because of them being bad, but because they have been lied to and also told half-truths, which is just as bad as we learn in church as being a liar, is being a half-truth teller because... That's the smoothest way to do it. And now they are lost. Most of them probably not being able to come back, but we have to get a next generation going and we have to get into our school systems and take them back. Otherwise, we're in trouble. I think you're right. And I think it's not going to be a short process. In other words, you can't snap your finger and do this. But I do think the movement of parents, you know, running for school boards, taking interest in school boards way more than they did before. If we can keep up that momentum, that'll do it for us. But the, but the proof is in the pudding. Can we keep up? The, the momentum is there now because we're being bombarded with the uh, complete perversion of the school system. Um, is that momentum going to be there a year from now, two years from now, three years from now? If that's true, we'll take it back. And I do believe there's a good chance... Uh, they destroyed their movement by going after the parents, meaning the communists. I, I think that was the biggest mistake. I think if, if we do get a turnaround, we're going to trace it to the day McAuliffe in that debate said, uh, you know, it's the school system that decides, not the parents. 
And then the Democrat, everybody expecting the Democrats to go up in arms saying, no, 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 it's the parents. Instead, they were all silent, the cowards, you know, like Schumer and people like that, the, the, the co- cowardly, useless politicians. And then the ones that agree with them, which about half vocifer- vociferously supported their second biggest uh, briber payoffer, uh, the teachers union. Biggest is Soros. And he agrees with that, too. He wants our kids uneducated so he can brainwash them. Uh, let's uh, quick Mike in St. James. I haven't heard from Mike in a while. Hello, Rudy. I got two quick ones. If you can help me out. Yeah, quick. quick. Uh, who in the police NYPD gave the order to the street police to stop arresting people and bring him before a judge? Doesn't that violate their when when? Well, in the last two years. Oh, okay. They so, don't arrest. So- so let's go back. Let's go back to the uh, 2020 riots. Uh, that order was given many, many times, and you can watch it on television because you can watch people smashing windows open and walking out with mink coats, and the police watch. They watch, not only in New York but all throughout the country. When I saw the police in New York watching, I went nuts. I know around the country they often do it, but they hadn't been watching people commit crime since Dinkins. And I went nuts, and I said, this means, this means uh, you know, 80 riots, 90 riots all over the country. Since then, there's a lot of that. When they do a smash and grab, there are never cops around. You never see them being arrested as they come out of the, as they come out of the store with everything in the store. Uh, and then on specific crimes, there's no doubt that orders are given not to make arrests. I don't, it's not one single person. Uh, some of them, it's, it's, it's uh, general, right? If you have less than so much, they're not going to arrest you. Uh, those orders come from headquarters down to the precincts uh, and then get converted at the time of the turnout when police officers are reminded to lay off. I mean, it used to always be when marijuana was illegal, they'd be told not to arrest anybody with marijuana. And look at the disaster we have with marijuana now. You will, over the next year, have a massive marijuana disaster in New York, and it'll be right at the steps and right at the feet of our phony mayor, who's a big proponent of recreational use of marijuana, but is a total fool. We'll be back with the mayor's final word. The mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back uh, to the Rudy Giuliani Show. And yes, it's the mayor's final thoughts brought to you by Tunnel to Towers. Sponsored by Tunnel to Towers. Tunnel to Towers is the organization that takes care of our uniformed service members, military and civilian, who lose their lives in the line of duty, who become catastrophically injured. They're there to pay off the mortgage, to build a smart home, to support the family. You want to be there with them. To do that, $11 a month, T2T.org, they'll be able to get their work done. And our heroes will get the support they deserve. Uh, today, we'll, 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 we'll close with the, with the, with the thought that um, America... America is at a very, very critical turning point. And I don't know that I can ever remember 
a period of time in which an administration, whether it be the Nixon administration or the Johnson administration or the Obama or the Obama or the Trump or the whatever administration has lied to us, I would say in a systemic way. The administration is based on falsehoods. And then it, 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 it utters falsehoods. There's no reason to measure it. You can't. How can you measure it? You just got to do it by your own instincts. It, it, it utters falsehoods more often than any administration in history. And in that sense, when we're looking at the analogies with the communist regime, there's another one. Communist regimes, generally their news agencies, whatever they put out, you could count on the fact that it was false, either fully or partially. Uh, so uh, the, the things that are put out, um, Mayorkas, the border is secure. You know, there is no border, which actually means, and we'll, we'll do a serious piece on this, because there are certain things that define a country that allow you to call yourself a country. One of those things is a border. We don't have one. We haven't had one in quite some time. And what are they, uh, do you think that they're doing that for many reasons? And I think some of them that are given are very, very uh, true, like get many Democrats in here, get them to vote. Uh, overwhelm the cities, create chaos so we become one world. All of that is true. But the most important thing that's true is they want to wipe out Americanism. And uh, I'm not speculating about this. This comes from Soros' book. So please, when I say they're coming after you, they're after you already. This is Rudy Giuliani. I pray to God that he gives us the strength, and I thank him for making me an American. I want you to do the same. We'll, we'll be talking to you tomorrow. God bless America.